joining me today. Today, God wants us to know what the enemy meant for our harm. He wants to use for our good. So let's acknowledge him. Jesus, you said that when we gathered in your name that you would be here, that you want to be where we are. And so we acknowledge your presence, your teaching. We want to know what you're thinking all the time, and we want to oblige you. We want to be a part of what you're doing here in this day. We love you and praise you. We give you all the glory in your name we pray. Amen. So God was talking to me the last couple days, or actually when this first started, he said, I'm going to use this for my good, for the good of my people. I'm going to turn this thing around the enemy meant for harm, this fear thing that's going on, and I'm going to use it for good. And I thought, yeah, you know, when people get afraid, they're going to turn to God, and he's going to use that. And the last couple of days, he's been adding to that thought, and I want to share that with you today. And first, I want to read to you Romans 8, 28. We are sure to know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into the plan for good for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. You know, and, you know, God does. He has a good plan. Jesus said that the enemy was out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he said in Mark 4 that as soon as we heard the word, he was going to try to steal it and use distractions and all kinds of things, offense, anything to steal God from us. He is desperate to steal God from us. And so that's what's going on. He is trying desperately to take God from us, but we aren't going to let him. We're going to receive what God has for us, right? He said he's going to change this thing to good. He's going to change what the enemy meant for your harm for good. Joseph said that to his brothers. He said, what you meant for my harm, God is going to use it for good. And um, he also said, vengeance isn't mine, it's the Lord's. And so we got to hand this thing over to him and just let him do what he does. He is God and he has a good plan. So here's what he's saying to me. First, I want to read to um, Romans 1. Verse 19, for that which is known about God is evident to them and made plain in their inner consciousness because God himself has shown it to them. Forever since, um, forever since the creation of the world, his invisible nature and attributes, that is his external power and divinity, have been intelligible and clearly discernible in through the things that have been made his handiwork. So men are without excuse altogether, without any defense or justification. And so he is saying that we know, we already know what we're to be doing. And um, if we didn't know, we have been distracted from it. And I think that we know that too. God is saying he makes in our inner conscious the things known. And so what he was saying to me today is that since we're in this, this lockdown, that we can use it for God, that we can get back to that thing that God is calling us to do. We can take this time instead of feeling locked up and bored and, and trying to get out to just sit back and relax and know vengeance is his. And just get back to that thing that God called you to do whether it be believing him for that healing, get those healing scriptures, douse yourself with those healing scriptures, and um, or get out of debt, refuse to use that credit card, and just trust him. What about your gift? 
your calling. What about he call, what he called you to do when you got distracted and you got worried and afraid, just like Jesus said would happen, and um, you went and got a job and now you don't have that job anymore? Now's a good time to let your gift make room for you. The Word of God says that our gift will provide for us. The thing that God called you to do is what he wants you to focus on in this time. Whatever it is, that thing that you know that he's called you to do, he's saying now is a good time to do it. This is a season. We can trust him. You know, we might not come up with an antidote or, you know, we might not get the answer, but God has the answer and he's going to get us out. And we can just trust him. And, you know, if you get sick, God already made provision for your healing by his stripes, if you believe that. You were healed. Jesus already took stripes for your healing. And so whatever situation that you're in, God has a way out. And while we're waiting, he's calling us to prepare actually for his return. Thank God he's not here yet. And you know what, Satan, I feel like God was saying, this thing that Satan tried, we can just take advantage of it and get back on track. And so this thing that he meant, it's going to turn on him. His own plan is going to fall through. And doesn't it always? God is great. No foe can withstand him. So whatever the enemy tries, God always uses it to bring good. And he's saying we can use it. We can change this thing around. We can get on our horse and do what God is calling us to do. We can do those great things we were designed to do. Instead of working for a living, instead of getting caught up in what we've been caught up in, it seems like everything has been taken away from us. But what the devil meant for our harm, God is going to give back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Through all this, we can find out our purpose. We can actually do what he's calling us to do because there are no distractions, There's lots of time. You know, we got caught up in this time thing. We got on this wide path that the world is on. And um, God is going to use this thing to get us off. We have time now. And so he's encouraging us to get on our knees and find out what he wants you to do right here and right now. Instead of being bored, instead of wasting this time, use it. Use it for your good. Use it against the enemy. Prove God's will is good and perfect. And maybe you just don't even know God, and now is a good time to get to know him. It really is. And you know him by the word. John 1 1 tells us he is his word. And so you can open up the word of God. Now you have time, and you can get it in your heart. You can get to know him. And then when you do his word, then he's going to manifest himself to you. When you apply the word, he said, if you love me, you'll do what I'm telling you to do. You're going to obey me. And then I'm going to manifest myself to you. If you haven't made Jesus your Lord, that is the most important thing that you can do right now. And when you get in the word, the word says to study, to show yourself approved. You're going to find out Jesus is coming. He's coming and maybe sooner than we think. And so it is a good time to know him to get right with him, and to know that not everybody is a Christian. And when you look at the Word of God, you're going to find that out. Not everybody is a Christian, 
but those who follow him. Jesus said, my sheep follow me and I give them eternal life. And so if you've been off track, if you never got on track, this is a good time to just get on your horse and get on that narrow path that leads to eternal life. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's in Matthew 7, 13, and 14, I believe. And so the narrow path is the path that leads to eternal life. And Satan puts a lot of pressure on us to stay off of that path. And that's what he's doing. He's trying to just cause a bunch of chaos and get us all worried. And God did not give us, give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And so he is right there. He, he said he'd never leave us or forsake us. He has a good plan, Jeremiah 29, 11, And that plan is for our good. And no foe can withstand him, Psalms 91, 1. Satan cannot do anything except scare us. And we don't want to give in to his tactic of fear. And actually the acronym for that is false evidence appearing real. And yeah, I know it's a real virus and I know people are dying. And um, I know the enemy has people in fear. I'm not oblivious to any of that. But I'm saying what God is saying. He's saying, if you trust him, he can take care of you. And, you know, if, if you do leave here, you're going to go be with him anyway. So we're not going to be here forever. This time is short. And so either way, you're going to be fine. And, but he doesn't want you leaving early because he has an assignment for you. He called you to do for him, to be a part of the quest that he's on, to prove to the world that he is good and he is perfect and that he loves us. And so the thing that he's calling you to do is not work to make a living, but to be a part of his quest. He put a gift on the inside of you, and that gift is to make room for you. And notice if you're doing his gift right now, you're not without a job. You still have a job because he's going to cover you. And so that gift that makes room for you is your talent that he put on the inside of you. And it, it makes you happy. It's what you love to do. It's what gives you the energy, the zing to get out of bed every day because you love what you were created to do. And so if you're already in that place, you still got a job. If you're not in that place, you can use this time to get there. You can ask him the next step in getting there. And one thing I want to say is, you know, lots of times people don't understand that when they ask God a question and they don't get that right answer, that they, that direct answer, they think that God um, isn't talking to them. But, you know, he gives you baby steps. He meets you where you're at. If you need to forgive somebody right here and right now, then that is what you're going to hear first. And then he's going to lead you to that answer of what you were created to do. He is. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And so now is the time, if you've never asked him to come live on the inside of you, that's what he wants to do. And he's going to be there for you all the time. He's going to be your counselor. The Holy Spirit's going to come and live on the inside of you. And Jesus said, that's God's spirit. When Jesus left, he told the disciples, I'm going. And because I'm going, the Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to live on the inside of you. He's going to be your counselor. You're stand by anything that you need. So that's what happens when you ask Jesus to be your Lord. The Holy Spirit comes, lives on the inside of you. He's always there. You're going to hear him. You're going to know God's thoughts. He's not going to say anything of his own accord, but you're going to know his thoughts 
God's thoughts. He's going to share with you God's thoughts, what God has to say. And so then he's going to lead you to that eternal life. He's going to lead you to that place where your gift makes room for you. He's going to give you that peace and that confidence in um, what he's called you to do. And none of this will move you. And you're going to know that he's taking care of everything. You don't have to be afraid. By his stripes, you were healed. If you get sick, all you have to do is believe that he already made provision for your healing. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Would you say that prayer with me? Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. In Revelation 3.20, you said you're already knocking at the door of our heart and you just want to be invited in. You've just been waiting for this moment. You know, you know things to come. And so you're already prepared for that relationship with us. Help us, Lord, to know that you are a relationship. Help us to hear your voice. Help us to be faithful to you. Show us your way, Lord. Show us your way as you come live on the inside of us. We thank you and praise you that we will feel the manifestation of your presence right away. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. We're so excited. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. I'm so excited. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. John 1 1 tells us he's his word, and that's how you begin to know him. You look at the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. He is his word. So you look at that word, and you start putting it in your heart, and you start getting to know him. And then when you start feeling his presence and his thoughts, then that word is going to, he's going to remind you of that word. It's going to come up on the inside of you and you're going to know that it's him. He loves you, wants to take care of you. You don't have to be afraid. You can change what the enemy meant for your harm for good by taking the time, taking, taking the opportunity of this time, what the enemy meant against you, and you can use it for good by seeking God and finding out what you're to do in the space that you have in this season. Thanks so much for listening. If you said that prayer, I love it so much. If you let me know. God bless you.